focus on these, you're well on your way to being where he's going to be and punching that tag. Hi, I'm Adam Lewis and welcome to Dear IQ and our High IQ Topics series. In this episode, we're going to take a look at my three favorite and I think hands down the best tactics that I know consistently tag good bucks during the rut. If you struggle sometimes with this crazy part of season where sightings seem inconsistent at best, these will really help up your chances to punch tag. And stay to the end because I have a couple high IQ takeaways and challenges I think you're really going to benefit from. And now, my top three rut tactics. A big key to being successful during the rut is understanding the dynamics and driving force for deer movement and essentially thinking like a buck. If you can change your mentality and approach to do this alone, you will see better success. This is what must be done in order to be one step ahead of the deer and intercept them versus always being one step behind by simply going off deer sign that was made in the past. Don't get me wrong, you should be scouting for fresh sign, but being able to predict a buck's movement right now especially is very important. In your thinking, the needs of a buck should be paramount. Food, security, and breeding, with the latter being the major focus now. So where and how will he get those needs met? Now you're thinking, and the answer is the right location and with his extremely tuned senses. If you can focus on these, you're well on your way to being where he's going to be and punching that tag. Strategy or tactic number one, do a deep dive. Location, doe bedding area, primary senses to consider, smell and hearing. If you wanna find a buck and his number one goal is finding a doe, then just go where the thing he is looking for is located, a doe bedding area. Hopefully you know where some of these are if you hunt public land and have some known trees you can occupy. If you hunt private land, hopefully you've set sanctuaries aside where does feel safe and have a stand or blind within these just for this time of year. These should be areas you only hunt once or twice a season due to the intrusive nature of doing so. So waiting for the wind and weather conditions to be just right will really increase your odds. These areas typically are thick and hard to get to, so having your entry and exit routes prepped, if possible, or at least routed out well beforehand is important to avoid making noise and leaving scent all over the brush you come in contact with. You're going into the bedroom, so be extremely careful to change as little as possible to not tip off any deer of your presence. Get in early before the does will arrive and be prepared to stay all day. The middle of the day is potentially as good or better than the rest of the day as bucks are cruising for receptive does at all times of the day now, so stay alert. Because of the high stem count in bedding areas, bucks will primarily have to use their nose and ears. They won't be able to see the does from very far, so be on the downwind side as much as possible within the bedding area while keeping yourself in the action and consider some grunting and potentially rattling to entice a buck into view. The lack of visual confirmation will make a buck have to come close to see what's making the noise. So a bedding area is a good place to try these. If you were in an open woods, a buck could confirm from afar, see nothing, and probably not respond. So use this lack of visual ability to your advantage. 
In Michigan, where I live, with pressured deer who have probably been called to all season, it's probably best to be less aggressive as you call and rattle, but these can still be a legitimate tactic if done conservatively. You just have to be real careful. So consider the state and pressure of where you hunt in this equation as you consider rattling and grunting. Strategy or rut tactic number two, hang on the fringe. Location outside edge of cover or food. Primary senses to consider, sight and smell. If diving deep won't work for you or you're afraid your intrusion may do more harm than good, hang just off the edge of this cover or a well-known doe haunt can be a good option. If a buck isn't locked up with a doe deep within, he'll be looking for one where she's likely to be found and potentially working the outer edge. The downwind side of a bedding area just off dense cover can be a great spot to catch a cruising buck using his nose to check the entire bedding area for a hot doe without even entering it. This is a highly efficient move for him and allows him to keep moving and cover more ground until he finds what he's looking for. For this reason, you can see deer here that you may not bury deep in the cover and you're also more safe from being winded potentially. You can also usually see a bit further making calling to a buck once sighted easier instead of blind calling. Another good location is where bucks both use their nose and eyes, downwind of a food source. Food plots or field edges just inside cover are great places bucks can feel safe and poke up to visually scan the terrain for does without busting into the open. Being set up just downwind of trails that typically parallel fields and food plots can be a great place to be. If you only hunt over your food plot, you may not even see these cruising bucks or just catch glimpses of them. So setting up so you can both shoot these trails and maybe into the field or plot can be a great option. However, if I had to choose sitting a field plot or hunting in a fringe as described, I'd consider hunting the safety of the fringe. Okay, like this episode so far, if you do, I invite you to subscribe, like, or leave a review depending on where you're listening or watching, and maybe share this with a buddy who may benefit. That really helps the channel out and our podcast grow, and it's greatly appreciated. Also, do you know your Dear IQ? Do you think your deer smart? Why don't you take the Dear IQ test and find out? It's fun and easy and is linked below. Check it out. And if you like podcasts, check out our curriculum-based Dear IQ podcast, both on your favorite podcast channel and in video form on YouTube. It's uniquely designed to be very educational and to give great content along with our free journal that's also linked below to really help you up your deer hunting game. Okay, and now back to rut tactic number three. Strategy or tactic number three, fill a funnel. Location, converging terrain or habitat. Primary senses, sight and smell. The last suggested place to try out during the rut is a good old funnel or pinch point. If you find or know a good one, set your stand here and fill your body with it. In this case, you're either trying to catch a buck going from one place to another by checking for receptive does, like from one bedding area to another, or catch a buck who is already following a doe. The good thing about this setup is that a funnel does just what it suggests, confines deer movement from one place to another into a narrow space. That movement could be a doe dragging a buck along or just seeing bucks in general. 
It essentially doesn't matter why he comes by, you just need to be there. Since these locations are not typically your dense cover, although they may be created by edges of it, they are typically easier to access without spooking anything. Deer aren't dwelling here or going here as a destination, they're just passing through, so there's potential for high traffic over brief periods of the day. During this time of year, this could be at any time, so sit tight and plan for an all-day set even if action is slow. I listed eyesight here due to bucks will typically be hounding a doe and keeping his eyes on her in this scenario or not far behind, or using his sense of smell to track her if she's cruising through and he can catch her. This again is a high odd spot for him to find that doe since travel is necked down through this narrow area. You're essentially doing exactly what bucks do here, utilizing terrain to maximize encounters, and bucks will even bed and wait in these areas too for a passing doe. So should you, it's a high IQ tactic. There are other tactics that work for the rut, but these are three that are produced for me, and I'm sure they will for you too. Okay, and now your high IQ takeaways and challenges. Analyze your tactics for the rut, stand locations and properties, and see if you can change anything to take advantage of how the bucks will be traveling considering these three tactics. What can you change to up your odds and make a move now? And what can you better prep for next season's rut during the off season this year? And if you really take your deer hunting seriously, get our free Deer IQ journal and follow along with our podcast to be a greater deer hunter. It's on any podcast channel you listen to and also our YouTube channel in video form. And I'll see you on the next Deer IQ, High IQ Topics series.